And we are back with the Game of Thrones podcast. I'm your host, Carmine of Red Team Review, and I'm joined here once again by Preston Gilligan, Ulysses Jacobs. Hope that's... Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and we're joined here by a special guest from Destiny 2 YouTube channel, Dark Side Royalty Lore, my buddy Joker, who... I, Joker, how long have I known you? I've known you for a couple of years now, right? Jeez, 2018? End of 2018? No, I've known you for four fucking... Are you serious? Yeah, well, I was like thinking, when was the uh, Not Forgotten and Luna's Hal and all that a thing? Because that's how we met. Oh, like, yeah. We met on Twitter and we talked back and forth. And then we were like playing through Crucible or something. And yeah, we were, like, hey, let's shit. go get these uh, pinnacle weapons. Yeah, I know, like Preston knows. I know like the most like randomest people. I, I don't I don't mess with anybody in the Thrones community. I just know people in like every other community ever and that's it. And uh damn, I've known you for that long, but and of course it's taken us this long to do a collaboration. I'm sorry, but I know I know you're a huge Ice and Fire fan, so Now now Joker, Joker, when 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 people say that you're when when you tell people that you like focus and uh, on destiny, do people get confused on which destiny you're talking about? Or, no. Or do they kind of know? No, okay. there's, because there's the YouTuber streamer destiny who does, what, political stuff and commentary? Yeah. I've known about him, right? Because, like, you talk about destiny, obviously, occasionally that's going to, like, wait, you cover destiny? The creator of the game. But generally, most people are the game. Okay. Wow. Okay, okay. That's, 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 um... It's very funny to think about like different circles and what words like immediately go because it's it's I feel like in the regular world away from computers and gaming and YouTube where where real people live if you said like oh I have a I have a YouTube channel about about Destiny Destiny Two like I you'd get probably a blank stare like what what do you mean like like where mankind will go like our fate <laughs> like like what do yeah, you dude, mean like, no, I mean, like <laughs> our fate was so great as mankind that in fact the ceo <laughs> of existence made destiny 2 <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh no joker thank you so much for joining us guys as always we're available on soundcloud nightunes consider checking us out on those platforms and if you do please Leave us a review, it helps out a lot. And of course, leave your comments down below. We might cover them in the next episode. Okay, we're here to talk about episode five, House of Lay Dragoon. I am so friggin' annoyed because you, you, uh, I'm always surprised when you watch my review, Preston, because we were talking about this before yeah. we started recording. I only had, I liked the majority of the episode. I only had a problem with the oh, very yeah. beginning and the very end. And mm. apparently that's not enough for people to be like, bro, why did you hate it? I, I didn't. I, I know. I like 85% I know. of the story show. of my life. I know. But but this this is the whole thing about about like criticism and and how people really focus on on the, the bad things. And um, as I say, this is this is a reverse shit sandwich where like the outside, <laughs> the bread is made of shit. And like the middle is like a really tasty sandwich, but what do you do about that beginning and ending? Ugh. Yeah, is it still gonna leave a bad taste in your mouth? It's like the dick salad, bro. It's like okay, yeah, I could eat around the dick, sure, but there's still a dick in my salad. Right, there's still a dick in your salad, and it's like it's like it's gonna get on the other leaves, like it, you know, and the, and the tomato. Yeah, it's, you know, it's some people like the taste of dick salad. Uh, I particularly, though, it's not uh, my favorite meal. I tweeted out because um, my my mother watches the show, and I and I like using my mother because she's she's a casual, like she doesn't really watch my stuff. Um, she doesn't, she you know, she's seen Game of Thrones. She really loved Game of Thrones. But, you know, I like to hear what what casuals kind of think. And my mother is like the perfect casual because she like forgets characters. She's just like, and who is that? Like, she's literally asked me around like season five or six of Game of Thrones. She was confusing Ramsey and Theon as characters and like didn't know which, which was which. And I was like, how is that? She thought they looked the same. So like, it's great. But like, so my mother texts me and, and it's like, I don't understand how Crispin was not arrested. Can you explain that to me? And, you know, like she really thought she was missing something. Um, and I, I was also hilarious that she really called him Crispin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Joker, what did you think of the episode? What did I think? Okay, so I'll give it because last time we talked, but the recording on that didn't quite work out. Um, this is definitely higher. However, I do think it still has the same problem. This is probably, I don't know, 7.5, 8, 
Um, it has kind of the same problem, I think, Game of Thrones, or not Game of Thrones, but House of the Dragon will have until the end. They have, they are trucking it through material, right? And there's no, you know, we don't have uh, mushroom. We don't have, like, there's no real, I don't need a dick joke every five minutes, but, like, maybe every five episodes would be okay. So there's no, like. That's why, that's why you got Jason Lannister, comic relief. <laughs> the only comic relief in the show is Jason fucking Lannister. Yeah. And so you have, like, these pathos, because this is really pathos heavy. This is, like, you know, uh, succession. This is dealing with. Mm. All these characters lying to each other, political intrigue. You have characters like Alicent, who is like, I was forced to do what my duty like uh, demanded of me. And now I'm kind of jaded and upset about that. But like, it is what it is. This is what we do for our families in this feudal society. And then she has her friend not only lying to her, but like going and like having her life and being irresponsible. And Otto kind of comes up to this like thing. He's like, hey, um, one day... It'll be you versus her, her children versus your children. Get your shit in order. <laughs> Watch your ass. Yeah. So you have like all this really dense um, character drama and there's no decompression. There's like not a moment where you go, ha ha, nice. Whereas like even in like Game of Thrones where it would be like a heavy dark scene. Um, I like to go back to the what was it when Hound and Arya were at the crossroads and he's like, you're gonna you're gonna fight us for a chicken. You're gonna kill us for a chicken, and he's like, yeah. And then he like kills everybody in the room. Yeah, it's true. And I, I'm even looking for smaller things for comic relief, and like like just seeing um, the oddness of Laurie Strong and and how he's just funny looking <laughs> is somehow like welcome comic relief for me. I'm talking about his face. I'm not talking about <laughs> him being a clubfoot. Um, he just kind of is he I mean, really clubfoot? I mean, the actor's not. So now, now we get into is was he? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yo, I mean, this is the whole like, uh, um, is 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 Larry's cheese? Is he faking the whole thing? Is he going to Kaiser Soul say us? I um, think no, they're, they're going they're... to have him be cheese. I, I mean, I hope so. I, I think that's a great, so. They had at the idea. end of the episode, they have the blood. Right. And then you have the rat walk right up to it. I'm like, blood rat. Oh, that's subtle. That's not subtle. That's not subtle at all. I mean, I I do like what they're doing with so many of the characters, especially Rhaenyra and Alicent, who I, you know, in the source material, I didn't even like very much. And they've made they've made them such fascinating characters and the actors are doing such a great job with it. But like, you know, I love Alicent's. Uh, hypocrisy and how she you know even if Alicent may have done something done shady things and Alicent's done shady things but like you know did she sleep with Viserys before they were married um uh it's it, it's great that that I I almost in my head canon she slept with Viserys before they were married and then she's she's going to turn around and judge Rhaenyra for having sex out of wedlock um you know, I, I'd she be a would justify I, it to I, herself, though, because like being that oh. kind of hypocrite, she's like, well, I married him and I did what my father told me to do. Yeah, exactly. Right. But but still, even if she, you know, even if it weren't that situation, like, you know, we all know these hypocrites in life, these people that that project their morality on everybody but themselves, you know, um, and I can even deal with Kristen Cole, like like being like that. I, I wish they spent a, a little more time on Kristen Cole uh, exploring. His oh, yeah. He folds like a chair. Yeah, he and 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 then all of a sudden is like, oh, I really care about honor. Like, like do you, dude? <laughs> like, since when? Yeah, since like two seconds ago? <laughs> that could have been a way more interesting scene back then because, like, they the if you watch the after the show, they're like, oh, this is this kind of horrible, abusive thing. And yeah, yeah, it, it actually, you know, your uncle taking you to a brothel to bang you. Yeah, that's that is definitely horrible and abusive. Uh, maybe not for Targaryens because she was into it, but like, if that's the message you're trying to like convey, you probably didn't do it right. Um, and then she goes home and she's like, well, I'm still wound up, which after that walk. Okay. Um, so let me like, um, (laughs) (laughs) let me, what, you know, uh, press my, you know, bodyguard into service, I guess you'd say, you know, if you're being polite. Yeah. Uh, and it's like yeah, actually exactly. that power dynamic. Like, what does he do? <laughs> you know, you do yeah, it or you yeah. die. Like, 
um this this brings this brings um by the way i want to go i want to go on a little tangent right now because i want to talk about um uh bill clinton and monica Lewinsky. Um, okay okay and yeah no just just for a second but like <clears throat> at the time um when and i'm old enough to remember uh bill, bill clinton and monica Lewinsky. i kind quite, of remember well. this yeah at at the time um bill clinton portrayed monica Lewinsky as this thing that was tempting him and then he just kind of succumbed to to it and he shouldn't have and he he broke his marriage vows and that's how he portrayed the whole thing that he was this temptation dangled in front of him and then years later now now that it's been 20 years later um with me too and everything i think the public zeitgeist kind of like portrays it as Bill Clinton was abusing his position of power. He was her boss many, many, many levels up. And that she would have been, you know, it, it was inappropriate of him to be using his his work position, his vocational position to, uh, you know, pressure somebody into, into sex. What's very funny is I've read interviews with um, Monica Lewinsky and she's very angry at everybody because she's just like, no, it was just a fucking relationship, okay? Like, I, I, I hate, like, how everybody's portrayed this thing. Like, I wasn't something that was just tempting him, right? And I wasn't, like, somebody being abused. We were just in a relationship. Can it just yeah, be a fucking just relationship? <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, I feel that. You know, we, we, were, we were equals. Now, and I, I mentioned this to my wife, and she's like, yeah, but at the same time, like, we all justify things in our mind. It probably is all of those things. And but in her mind, does she want to be seen as the victim who was being abused, or and does she want to be seen as the 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 temptress? No, she wants to be seen as a person because everybody wants to be seen as a person. And so I was thinking about Kristen Cole, like, um, was he pressured into having sex? I don't know. Was he tempted? You know, I don't know. Like, um, in his mind, he's going to like create the create the narrative, and and in his narrative, like they're two people, they're two young people in love, and and they're going to run off together, and, and which is and all why his house of cards falls down, and he becomes her yes. most bitter rival. Yes, I like it. Oh, you know, so I do think they did a. I do think it it, it works. I wish they spent more time on it. I wish yeah. this was an entire. I we're halfway through the season and I, w- I wish this were the end of the season, you know, like I wish they spent 10 episodes no, on, on, on all of this instead of five. If you spend 10 episodes um, on this, on this entire season, it's just going to be all filler. It really is. It's going to be all, all, cause a lot of the season so far has been filler. A lot of the stuff yeah. was not in the books, like the, the white stag stuff, not in the books. When you do so much filler, you run the yeah. risk of it souring the rest of the season. I do agree with you. I, if anything, I'd say there should be one more episode. Like, you know my idea. Like, we needed Lysani some Lysani character. Starks, Lyseni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starks, Lyseni characters move around the map. And then... Well, and we then, also and know then, that there's going to be more characters kind of involved in the dance proper when they go out and, you know, basically call their banners for each side. So they could have, like, oh, there's trouble boiling with the succession. Let's see what, what the other yeah. sides that are going to help are going to do. I mean, apparently Jason fucking Lannister is going to be a huge. They spent they spent a lot of time introducing Baratheon and they spent a lot of time introducing Jason Lannister. So I guess they're going to be really important during the dance. So, uh, I mean, certainly we know about Baratheon at Storm's End and, that, and the incident there. But um, uh, by the so. way, you. He- on the topic of, real quick, Monica Lewinsky, I lost a good chunk of my respect for her when she was used as Trump's tool in the 2016 election. Because you, you know what he did with her, right? What Trump did with her? He had her, did, like, sit up front when he debated Hillary Clinton multiple times. Oh, did he? Yeah, no, no, he did. He uh, did. That, that was such a douche move. And the fact that she agreed to that, the, to kind of, like, throw off Hillary. It is a douche Hillary move, was, but it's kind of funny. Like, it's the, it's the course, right but... right amount of political petty. It, it, yeah, but it's uh, it's on, not what we want our that? world leaders doing because we don't right. want our world leaders being petty little children. But that's still kind of funny. But uh, but no, uh, you you got on Christian Cole's case because he has like a, a like a twisted sense of of morals. And yeah, you always mention like the sucker flail. Like okay, fine, but like it doesn't stop it from being like his moral code. This is what I said in, in my my review. You know, like Westeros society is different. 
Everybody's mm-hmm. the, everybody's the protagonist of their own movie. So like right, in right. His, in his mind, he's he's moral and he has a moral code and and whatever. I don't know what the fuck it is. It doesn't make any sense to me. But <laughs> well, I get that well, in his mind, he believes himself. that he wants to embody. It's kind of the Jamie thing, right? Where he hasn't quite hit the the Mad King made me do it sort of thing. Mm. But um, he's he's getting there. He's like. Well, I'm this awesome swordsman. I'm, you know, this virtuous knight. I've never done anything wrong in my life. And then I've just been thrust into this realm and the sphere that I wasn't born into. I wasn't raised for. I wasn't taught how to deal with or navigate. And the sharks are eating him alive. Yeah, but I do think we, we needed twice as many. We needed twice oh, as yeah. many Kristen Cole scenes, you know. It's yeah, just, we did uh, to, to establish that. I'll say this though, because you always bring the sucker flail. Would you would you agree with me that that was before he became Kingsguard? Because if you're going to be Kingsguard, you have to know what this like life is going to be, and that's like a I, long thinking. You have I think to think it's kind of like this for with Bran, where it was like romanticized. It's like, oh yeah. well, I don't have any upward mobility really as a second son or third son or whatever. So I'm yeah. going to go become like a general or, uh, you know, Castellan or I'm going to go get my own land because marriage or whatever. Or I'm going to become a Kingsguard, which is this pie in the sky ideal where the actuality is you're standing around while Robert Baratheon, you know, bangs whores. He also <laughs> spent a year with with Rhaenyra because remember, from episode three to four, she had been mm. touring. It's been a year. So she'd been touring the entire countryside uh, you know, looking at suitors and all that. So he was with her for a whole year, and I'm sure they had, like, many adventures. They spent time together. I'm sure at that point he fell in love with her secretly when he wasn't supposed to, and he still yeah. held on to his, his whole thing. But I would argue that he's more in love with her than he is with his vows, with his sense of honor. I think he's and in he love with the idea of her. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, oh, we all are. <laughs> I mean, if, <laughs> we, if, he, if, he, if he knew, if he knew Rhaenyra's personality, he'd, well, he actually does know her personality as being a little fucked up because he does make that joke about killing Jason Lannister and they both think it's funny. So he does know her personality a little bit, um, but they definitely should have had a few more longing stares, a few lingering looks, you know, because, um, yeah, it totally when you look at everything, when you look at the resume on paper, it all makes sense. Like, yeah, he spent a lot of time. They've spent a lot of time one-on-one together, but like them getting to know each other is mostly off screen. You know, it's, uh, let me counter that real quick. Let me counter that. Cause a friend of mine, she was watching this and she was like, what is up with, with guys who like you, and this is her, this is her words, not mine. She goes, you, you men love to have like these small flings, but the one time a girl has a fling and it doesn't really mean that much. All of a sudden it's the end of the world. Yeah. She kind of has a point. Oh, in, she does. In the, in the books, oh, um, Christian Cole, uh, a court, uh, supposedly, allegedly, he says to Rhaenyra, "Run away with me to the free cities. Uh, you can be my wife, and I will, I will be the sellsword of a merchant prince." And it's like, bro, really? She? It's, it's either she's. Oh, I mean, she does. He does that basically in the show, right? Yeah. That didn't happen. He didn't say that. He said, "Come to Essos with me." He never mentioned like the merchant prince thing. But it's like you're really, my man. You're really gonna ask this girl who's gonna be essentially be the president of the entire country to come be your stay at home mom, wife. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> that like, my man. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and please, what are you gonna do with your dragon? Like, it's. I wish they would have <laughs> mentioned that. And where, where am I gonna park my dragon? Like, uh. <laughs> we were actually talking about this before we started like for for a show called house of the dragon there's not a the dragons don't get mentioned that much and they don't appear that much yeah i was of. like how did it take viserys so long to realize he does need a valerian marriage because they have dragons i know it's, That's it's so it's painful really bad. it was it was pretty painful they actually have and, more dragons like, than the crown it's it's just like I, I just lionel strong sitting there being like being like, I have a great idea. Lenor Valarian. What? What? <laughs> the richest and the richest family and they have dragon. No, no, no. And they have the navy. No, no. That's that's. I would. I, sh- Why what? didn't I think what? of that? I was thinking what? like a Lannister because Castle Rock may not be ran out of gold. That may not be ran out of gold. That's I'm, a sentence. I'm good. I'm gonna accuse I'm gonna accuse them of not having dragons, but I'm going to not consider the family that has dragons. Right. <laughs> oh god, oh, it's so funny. There's sometimes well, yeah. you just like 
the filler, you know, when you when you boil down and like look the filler under a microscope, you're like, ah, it's a, it's a little little rough. But overall, the show's still good. What's funny is I actually think like they're doing a better job than George's source yeah. material on the on the day to day things making sense and and who and who's getting married at what time, like year to year, day to day. The politics actually make more sense than Fire and Blood. So, like, I, 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 we can make jokes about certain things not making sense, but it makes more sense than Fire and Blood, which, I, you know, so I'm, I'm going to come back and say, good job, Ryan Condell. Good job. <laughs> so, so. Well, we say oh, good yeah, job right wrong. now, but. Like, yeah, we, there's still oh, yeah. there's still the cast changeover. We don't know. Oh my god, we don't know. Yeah. I, well, I saw a clip just now. It's been it's been circulating on Twitter of uh, Rainier just gave birth to I believe her third child, and you know the adult Lainor comes in. Adult, it's adult Rainier. Blah blah blah. So far, it like you know I, I'm liking adult Lainor from the small clip I saw. But the first thing I wanted to talk about was the the beginning, that Runestone scene with Damon. Um, mm. That felt very rushed. And I find it funny that I, because I actually went to be to, to the behind the scenes thing because I wanted to know more about that scene. He, you guys agree with me? Like Damon showed up to fucking kill her, but Ryan Condal and the director are like, "Well, we don't know what he showed up to do. We don't uh, in the air." Like, well, he con- he contradicts himself. Like like Ryan Condal is kind of weird because he's like, "I read the source material," and I was like, "Oh yeah, Damon definitely killed her," and I was like. That's what you got out of the source material? Yeah. Like, of like, wasn't when, Damon when, banished da- at this point? Damon was fighting a war in the Stepstones at the time. She also, like, is hawking and hunting, which means there's a big group of people. Um, she also, it also takes her nine days to die. Uh, so, I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible that someone in her party was hired to do something and she didn't realize it, but, like, had Damon just shown up and killed her and then flown back, like, she would have told somebody. Like, she wasn't alone. Like, there's so many things that are just, like... I think he even said he definitely killed her. I was like, okay, there's no definite. Like, okay. like. Well, like, I don't think they have the nine days thing in the show. I think he just, like, knocks her off the horse and then beats her head in with a rock and then they find her with her head beaten in. Yeah. But when you actually go like see like play by play, the play by play doesn't really make much sense. Like, why did the horse like go up at that moment, and then he pushes over the horse? Like he put like grabs her and pushes the horse over, um, and then he just like hopes that she breaks her neck. She does, and then and then smashes her head in. It's very it's it's very weird. Um, like very why convenient. the horse went up at that moment? Yeah. Like, why did the horse go up at that moment and stuff like that? You know what I find funny about that scene? I'm surprised you, of all people, Preston, did not ask. I'm sure you probably did, because I did. Uh, you didn't ask. Because she says, hello, husband, come to consummate the marriage. Huh, since I'm not yeah. rolling, I'm sure some of the sheep would be. He made that He made that comment about the sheep to, like, four guys. Viserys was not going to say anything. I doubt the ma- the Grand Maester and Beesbury would, or even Lionel Strong. Otto clearly probably told her. He's like, he's, you know. Right. Or it's that, just yeah, he, he it makes back. that joke a lot. <laughs> I look, the, the actress is like actually very even the character the character was very good looking. I, I don't know. I like what Ryan Condal said. It's you know it's not that she's ugly. It's just that she doesn't like him. I have never heard Carmine talk more about a single uh, woman <laughs> that's, in movies. That's, oh, that's I mean, as, true. As yeah, the dude, actress. Dude, this woman has I'm with her has, on this one. No, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. But something, there's something beyond just her being beautiful. Like this woman, like really, like really tickles Carmine in every single it's respect. Like curly like, hair with the, the, the tomboyishness. No. I feel you, big dog on your woof woof. Oh, uh, no. I mean, she, like there is, there is something where it's just like, oh my, like this, this one is, he's, he is head over heels. That is, no, no, for this no, it's not true. First off, he is, if, if you can, any... you can, you can feel him blushing. You can feel him <laughs> blushing. If there's like, any actress the from cut... Thrones that I'm really into, it's the, the chick who played Tyene Sand. Those are the, the nicest breasts in, in the entire series. All of Westeros combined. Oh, God, no. They, Who was it? Miranda with the hips? Oh, oh. I, 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 Miranda, Miranda uh, up north, like, there was something, there was something about the way Miranda looked. Like, just, like, 
the, the now slurish like, evil. She's so skinny, we can see the slurs. <laughs> yeah, but there's there's something with like her her like slightly evil gaze and her slightly you know bitchy gaze that like that that gave and her 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 smirk or something. There's something that's just like uh, that may, that 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 you know triggered me in a in a in a in a way. <laughs> um, <laughs> In a positive in dark way. primal, in a dark primal way. Yes. <laughs> so this this character has this woman, this actress, this actor has has just really uh, tapped into something deep and carnal with with uh, with Carmine. Speaking of deep right and carnal, him, I feel it. speaking of deep and carnal, let's talk about Joffrey Lonmouth. So, <laughs> so mm. you the whole so okay. The, I like the whole wedding thing. The, the most of the wedding was was fucking hilarious. I love Damon and you know right. By by the way, by the way, the actor who did who who was Je- Jeffrey Lawnmouth, like what a fantastic actor! The fact that like we we got to know that character so quickly, felt we knew him, yeah, and then and then when he died, we're all like, oh god, no! Like he had so little time to establish that character, make us like him, or at least you know make us want to see more of him. And when he died, like I was like, no, I wanted more of. He was so interesting, but what a what a great performance! Before we get, I'm sorry. Before we get to Joffrey Lama, I, I you, you you watch my video, so you know what I'm about to say. Um, and I spoke of this. I spoke this with you about it briefly, so I also take it a Joker too. Did you guys notice how? Because I was waiting for this the entire season, and we we're at the midpoint. It has not happened once. No one in Westeros has at all commented or made a snide remark or like some kind of shit-eating grin towards the Valarians and were actually racist towards them. Because Westeros is a fairly bigoted society, but only to culture, not to skin tone, which I thought was super Right, neat. well, I mean, didn't George like have a thing where he was talking about like race in or like slavery in uh, Westeros was not about skin color, it was about like where you were, whether you could be taken over whether you know you know what culture what gods you believed in stuff like that yeah yeah so i think it's just that there's no there's no history of racial slavery so like you're not going to get that feeling or or great technological differences between different groups and and their and their uh and their skin color but even without you know? the slavery so, like you still get like a sense of because there there's obviously more white people than like non-white people in westeros you like normally mm. people would like be assholes about that whole thing and like have this like air of like snobby and superiority to them but that never comes up once hmm. we never get you like a have comment. to wonder i guess if maybe it's the um you know the old valeria stuff where it's like well, they're still like, you know, these related to basically what we attribute as gods on Earth. You know, yeah, they're still that line. So, right. And I do suppose I mean, I think what 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 Carmine is also hinting at is that is that when even even taking away all of the 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 history and socioeconomic aspects to, to race in America and, and, and history and all of that, just someone being a little different people usually comment on it. So like if you're a redhead, you know, you're there's fewer of you in this world. Now, right. it's not and they like comment red- on that in uh the, the original Game of Thrones where it's like, "Oh, she's yeah, kissed by right. fire." She's kissed by fire cuz cuz George R. R. Martin has a has a has a fetish for redheads. But um <laughs> both of his wives were were redheads. So he uh um but he uh but you'd think that yeah, like I'm I'm a really tall guy. So every day someone says to me, Oh, hey, you're tall. Like that happens to me every day. And so you'd think that, you know, somebody would, would make some sort of comment at some point, like, oh, you know, you're tan, you know, <laughs> like you're dark. Uh, but, you know, it, it just, it just doesn't come up. It doesn't. Know, so. And, uh, props to the way they handle it. Cause I thought they handled it very well. Cause, you know, Westeros is like, you know, they're, they are pre- like it, I I made this example in my in my review video uh, season four episode one the first appearance of Oberyn the Lannister guards uh, make a somewhat of a racial kind of joke at him by saying uh, gods why are you wasting this woman on a Dornishman bring him a shaved goat and a bottle of olive oil or when uh, Sam brings home Gilly and Randall Tarley finds out that she's a wildling he's like oh wildlings. Rawr. So it's it's mostly you know aimed towards culture and not skin tone, which I I you know kind of breath of fresh air. It's kind of like new. You know they're racist or not racist. They're prejudiced, just not towards this one thing. It's just another thing. Which okay, but uh, 
the Joffrey Lonmouth thing. In in the stream, you said it's because he was a gay basher, that he does not like homosexuals. Mm. I have to disagree. Because and I'll tell you okay. why. Because <laughs> if, if 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 Kristen Cole has a habit, a history of beating up men who are specifically homosexual, okay. If he has a history of yelling out <laughs> racial slurs, okay. I just think yeah, we're gonna need to see that on camera, though. I'm gonna need to see this on camera. Yeah. I'm gonna need to see the whole I need the thing. DMs. You're 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 like you're like just because I commit one hate crime doesn't mean I'm a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this the argument? No, I think He's... I think he was he was like mad, right? He's still like steaming over the Rhaenyra thing, and this yeah. was like, oh well, I it was basically that I know your secret, you know my secret, let's keep each other's secret, and like you know keep on keeping on, basically. One paramour to another, and I think that's what made him snap. Right, and and it's, shout out to my guy Shay on Discord. Who I, I I put it in my review video. I'll put it here as well. Um, he did it because Sir Joffrey was equating himself to Kristen, and he sees himself as above their uh, romantic t- uh, tryst, not wanting to be regulated to Rhaenyra's whore. You see this sense of stubborn pride when he confesses to Alicent when he asks for a clean death. He either wants to be virtu- a virtuous Kingsguard or Rhaenyra's actual partner. Not something in between, and Sir Joffrey's wheeling and dealing just made him snap. That's what I think it was. Also, Joffrey would have never pieced it together had this asshole just worn a helmet. He's the helmet. only... I know, I know, but... At the, at the same time, at the same time, he beats Joffrey's face so hard that, a- that Joffrey's nose falls off. Like it's 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 the most disgusting beating, I've I like like complete collapse of a face, and so you kind of say, well, whoa, 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 whoa. like what anger problems do you have, and what are they related to? Um, if if you're if you're beating oh, on someone that much, I, so what you're saying is it go it has to go there has to be something else deeper in there other than he's pissed about Rhaenyra. Right. I mean, all of us have been dumped. You know, all of us have ever bro- our, our hearts broken. Maybe not all of everybody in the audience, but but at least at least you know the the three of us talking. We've all had our hearts broken. We've all been dumped. We we you know we 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 know what the, that that pain feels like. I've never I've never had the rage to want to keep beating a human being to death, and then after they're de- dead, to continue to beat them until their skull collapses and their nose falls off, like. That's freaking bonkers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah. You gotta remember, like, this is also, like, he in the Seven Kingdoms, it's like, okay, I made these vows before the Seven to become this Kingsguard, and I betrayed that, and I betrayed everything I was, but I thought I could make it right by running off to Essos, and I got told no then, and now I'm, what? What am I? What is my life? My life is a lie. I could see that kind of anger really snapping a person who's never had to deal with that sort of problem it's it's also and i was telling this to Preston. it's also my man here clearly does not know how to deal with his emotions and this is a problem with a lot of men even into like even in our time right now guys just don't know how to like handle how they're feeling and and you know there's no westerosi version of therapy i don't think that's on the king's guard health plan no it's uh be a man (laughs) yeah be a man rub some dirt on it slap (laughs) you But uh, I don't. I just don't think. I, I see where you're coming from, and we'll see. We'll see. I think it would have made, been better had they just done what it was in the books, which I'm surprised they didn't do this because Ryan Cottle has been sticking to the books fairly well. Um, be- budget, budget, budget. Yeah, I know they, the, they couldn't do another tourney. It, for the audience who doesn't uh, know this, in the books, uh, Christian Cole does beat up Joffrey Lonmouth, but it's in a tournament which where it's legal. I think it's budget, and it's also they wanted to do a wedding, and they wanted to keep the Game of Thrones tradition mm-hmm. of having a crazy wedding. Mm. I guess, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I think in the inside of the episode they were talking about comparing it to the Red Wedding or something. You can't compare this to the Red yeah. Wedding. You, no one can yeah, ever compare this it. Is, this was just like Red Wedding cliff notes like oh somebody got killed at a wedding i guess that's the red wedding it it was more it was more it was more crass and explicit but yeah i think um it's the the killing of talisa and the slitting of catalan's throat you know is is conceptually just harsher but like having to look at joffrey lawnmouth's face is pretty harsh so uh, uh, uh 
Yeah, and then he basically has to get shotgun married, like, not 50 feet away from the body. Right. Not, not, no one's cleaning up. Why didn't yeah. they go to the sept? Why didn't they go to the sept? Right? <laughs> I died. Why, did, why didn't they go to? Because they, they were like, we're just going to do it in the, in the dining room next to the body instead of, yeah, the sept. And next to a pool of blood rather than just, like, going down the street to the sept that, that doesn't have blood and rats. Or even oh, like the gods would if you still had to stay in the castle and use assets that they already have. The gods would's, you know, that way. I, I mean, is there someone committing suicide out there? Because uh, <laughs> oh, God, gods would, gods would is occupied. Sorry, guys. Oh, we we're gonna use the god. Oh, okay. He well, at least he was gonna do it in front of the the weirwood, which is really weird for people who worship the seven but details well you know you you forget that he's he's a dornish he's a dornish knight from the stormlands and um everyone knows that the dornish knights from the stormlands uh, worship the, the old gods <laughs> yes <laughs> that's <laughs> like, <if> he... <sighs> yeah <laughs> really that's funny but uh no um I, I would say probably one of my favorite moments of the episode, besides us getting to see Driftmark and, you know, uh, Corlys's, uh, uh collections, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Allison's green dress. Someone was making fun of you in my comment section, Preston, that you oh, have a really? problem with the green dress. You don't have a problem with the green dress, right? Um, no, I mean, uh, are you talking like, like, would anyone actually wear that in the Middle Ages? Never. But this is like Marjorie. <laughs> no, no, this is like, this is like, you. This is like Marjorie's dresses, but this isn't the Middle Ages. This is a fantasy story. So, like, the, the dress is awesome. Like, it's like, I thought Marjorie's dresses were awesome. A lot of people were like, no one in Westeros would ever wear that. This is a, it's like true, but it's still, those are still, you know, it's like, a, it's, it's an a awesome great dress. Moment, though. Yeah. It's a great moment. It's a great dress. It's, it, it's very pretty. No woman in, no, no woman realistically in Westeros would ever wear a dress like that. Uh, no woman in the Middle Ages would ever wear a dress like that. This is a sexually repressed society. Um, but uh, it's fine. It's a great dress. So what you're saying <laughs> is, like the fires she was lighting, the dress was hot? It, it's, yeah. a, it's a hot dress. It's a beautiful dress. Yeah, definitely. That was a bad definitely. joke, Carmine. You can, you can say something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, by the, by the way, Alicent was on the fucking dais... Uh, so there's no way she could vouch for Kristen now, unless like she's, she's like telling the rest of the Hightower family who might be in the crowd to like vouch, you know, oh, I, you know, Phil Hightower also heard Joffrey Lonmouth threaten Kristen Cole. I, Abe Lonmouth or Abe Hightower also heard it, but like yeah, Allison herself can't do it. This is bullshit. So we need we need at least one more episode, one final episode as the fallout of what the fuck happened, because now we're just leaving it as a cliffhanger, kind of. Um, yeah, apparently, apparently, Elia and Linda have seen episode six, and they said there's no explanation. Oh well, yeah, Elia and Linda, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, he just no. uh, he just gets away with murder. He just he just gets away with it. And they never talk about it again. Yeah. So that's that's a, so okay. Someone was like, "Come on, haven't you read the books? Don't you know the King's Guard can kind of do whatever they want?" Well, no, no, no. They get representing the crown. What about Lucamore Strong is gelded? What do you like for 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 breaking his King's Guard vows? No, no, no. Doing he, random he, shit. The, the person was talking about like beating up Joffrey Lamoth. Well, Joffrey Lamoth is a sworn sword to the the King Consort. So. Yeah. Hmm. Also, and- also, well, he punched the the king consort. He punched um, um, the new prince in the face twice. I think that part is actually even more. It, that part is uh, probably harder to accept than even Joffrey Lonmouth, a highborn person, getting getting beaten. Yeah, because he'd lose he, the he, hand. Yeah. He also yeah. put Rhaenyra, the the heir to the Iron Throne, in danger. By causing almost trampled to death by causing this right. like big commotion and not and not pr- not protecting her when when she's his sworn sword and and the fucking uh, a member of the the Night's Watch had to freaking run in and there was a lot of time. The fact that like somebody else had to go. Hey, yeah, how about Harwin, the strong family coordination on that? Yeah, like how is the strong family coordination so much better than the fucking <laughs> Kingsguard with with regards to security? Like the fact that like Lionel the Hand has to be like, dude, go go get her, 
and that he has time to go all the way down, grab her, and bring her all the way back. Like, come on. He's knocking out dudes on the front. He's knocking out, like, random wedding guests and uh, Valarion soldiers. (laughs) How is the strong family the least uh, messed up? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. They're, like, actually functional. Right? They actually seem like they like each other as a loving family. Like, Lionel's really smart. He's the only one that seems to realize, like, the political situation. Uh, like they then you have Laris, who's, like, weird. Like, his motivations do not make sense at all at any time. Sure. But then you're like, what if those aren't what we're supposed to be looking at? Right. I mean, we may get a reveal later that, that, that the strongs are the real, the real um, uh, manipulators of everything. But we'll see. Well, I saw the preview for episode six, and um, of course they're gonna do like the whole thing where Veneer's kids have the uh, the brunette hair, uh, the dark hair. Okay, mm. fine. Yeah. So that was a little more ambiguous in the books because it was like, well, it could be either or, right? But in the uh, in this, it's like, no, there's no mistaking. There, no. Well, we don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen. Of course, um, the problem I have is that if you're gonna. Okay, if they're going to say it's it's Harwin Strong's kids, fine. But Rhaenyra has, as far as we've seen, has had only one interaction, or two, maybe one, maybe two, no, no, one. Rhaenyra has only had one interaction with Harwin Strong throughout the whole series. It's that one time in episode four, she ran into him when Damon was chasing her in the streets of Silk. Mm-hmm. He runs into her, and they right. share, like, one line, and that's it. And all of a sudden, they're, I guess, it's it's him? Well, I do. I do hope there's a lot of ambiguity. Let 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 let's keep in mind that that one they might be Lanors. Um, I think here we've eliminated the possibility that they're Christians. I mean, uh, well, I guess it depends on the birthday. Uh, I mean, I, the eldest might still be Christians. I don't know when. We don't kind of know when the wedding happened. Like, was the wedding like a week later? Was it like two weeks later? Like, how much time was it? The next day. Like how much time happened uh, passed between um, everybody returning? Well, how long would it take to sail to Driftmark? You, you know, how, uh, two days, like one day. Well, there you go. I think in the, I think in the show one day, but then the, like the next day they're having a wedding. I mean, planning a wedding don't, doesn't that take some, some time? Like but six, then again, yeah. then again, like uh, Rainies flew with them. Would you really have Rainies fly and hang out for weeks? You know, when her home is Driftmark, I don't know. But um, so I suppose it's still possible that Jace, that that uh, Kristen Cole is the the father of Jace, the eldest, um, because if they if uh, they slept on the boat or something or whatever, um, you know, they had sex again um, on the on the trip to Driftmark or something. But uh, the younger kids, I mean, keep in mind, maybe Harwin Strong. Or some other random dude, right? That's the other thing that no one ever thinks about. Some other random dude might be the, you know, besides Lanor, besides Kristen, it could just be, and besides Harwin, it could just be anybody else. Right? The Lannister's it, like, it's actually me. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm, thought I'm I was saying, just a comic relief character, but it was I, Daddy. Yeah. This this gets this gets back into like the ridiculousness of uh, like what I say um, uh, in the original game uh, a Game of Thrones like Ned um, Ned piecing together that that Cersei was having sex with Jaime is ridiculous because like okay maybe he like through his research he can eliminate Robert as the father but you're not establishing Jaime as the father. Right. Cersei could have had sex with anybody else. He only established that like that Baratheons, when married to Lannisters, produce black haired children. So that means Cersei could have had sex with anybody else, anybody else and had a kid. For instance, you know, Lancel. That's still still even just a huge leap in logic for me. It's like, Ned, you're brown haired and like half your kids are redheads. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, dude. Like really? Right. It's 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 a ridiculous it's a ridiculous plot hole of, of a Game of Thrones. But um, everybody's you know there's no reason to think it's Harwin. There's none. Like Harwin had it. Well, in the books, he had a broken collarbone uh, during during the conception period of, of of Jace. So like it could have been like even if we're gonna say that they're not Lanors, we have nothing to say that they're Harwins. So but 
we'll see what they do. They may they may just be like they're Harwins, so who knows. But what's fun what's funny though is is based on that a lot of the a lot of those initial reviews that I read of House of the Dragon were actually mixed. And now I'm kind of seeing it because the first the first four episodes, you know, everybody thinks are really strong, but then they they all kind of comment that the the time skips are really jarring and they felt kind of soured um that there was violence just for the sake of violence. And this is now sounding like episodes five and six, you know, like violence for the sake of violence. Well, yeah. we're supposed to have obviously the big time skip from five to six. There's supposed to be one more time skip. The reason I say that is because Eamon, um, one eyed Eamon, he actually has two actors. We're going to see the young Eamon in this episode, episode six, and then we're going to see the older one, the chin man, the chin master. In another one, where he has the eye patch. So, yeah. Good, yeah. good, good times. Good Am times. I the only one who thinks that the Viserys sickness plot is? This is definitely just done in the how viewers are viewing it. So it's like episode to episode, he's getting worse, and that makes sense if there wasn't time skips. But because we like, oh man, he like fell down at the wedding. He's so sick. ten years later, he's still around. Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely. Don't worry absolutely. about it. Like when you think when you think about how sick he was in episode like episodes four and five, there's hardly any time skip, and he looks considerably worse in episode five than episode four. Um, and then we're gonna skip ten years and he's still alive. Like he, he he's like at death's door right now. <laughs> yeah. Somehow he's gonna make it. But yes, absolutely. So Maester Conspiracy, not Maester Conspiracy, just killing him enough to see what happens, just keeping him alive. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. They're keeping him alive so that he'll change the the air. And then once he does, then they kill him. That's the Maester Conspiracy. I guess there's that hope, but we know he never changes the air in in the source material, so... Hmm. Before we we Hmm. sign off on this, I found it fucking weird how... Okay, Damon's there. Uh, and then uh, uh, Gerald. Oh God, da- Damon! Ma- Damon made no sense. Like you, <laughs> he just banished you like like last week. There's no way you're invited to this wedding. Did, did you see the uh, like... Did you see the meme about Garfield? Where uh, uh, Garfield, <laughs> you saw it, right? Garfield is like, there's a uh, in the Garfield cartoon. Garfield sees a poster with his face on it, with like you know, not allowed in. And Garfield's like, huh? I wonder who's that's for. That's Damon. They're like, yeah, Damon in King's Landing. Huh, I wonder who this is for. Hmm. Uh, right. Like, how how does he make it? Like, how like logistically? I just want to know how this this is possible because like, what doesn't he got to? Isn't he going to park his dragon at the dragon pit? Yeah, so he's so, got to park his dragon at the dragon pit, make his way all the way down from the hill of uh, Rainis, I believe. Yeah. Through King's Landing. And nobody's saying anything yet. Well, who's going to say anything? He, he owns the comes up. He owns the gold cloaks. Who's going to say shit? Right. Okay, fine. Up. The gold cloaks. Yeah. But then how does he get into the castle? The hidden passages. Oh, right. He's got the secret passages. Fuck. He's got the secret passages. Yeah, he's got the secret packages. Okay. Okay. But then he walks in, brazen as you will. You know, the King's Guard don't do anything. Everybody's just like, oh, that Damon. Clap. Laugh track. <laughs> That's essentially it. I just found it fucking hilarious that Gerald Royce accuses Damon of murder at the, at the, at the banquet. And then <laughs> Lena Valerian hears this and she's like, hmm, let me get some of that. Like, girl, you just heard that he's accused of murdering his last that. wife. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. I like how yeah, he's that's... like, yeah, but I'm, I'm also your new boss, at least for now. They mentioned Jane Aaron. I wonder if we're actually going to see Jane Aaron. Probably not. She's probably... They, he, because Jane Aaron banishes Damon from the Vale. Like, he's unwelcome there. So she essentially... Oh, yeah, we'll probably yeah, yeah. get the TLDR when we do the 10-year time skip and he's with Lena. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Because we see her mm-hmm. kids as well. Yeah. Which is kind of a juxtaposition against... Um, oh, God, Rhaenyra's? <laughs> Too many R's. Um, so you have, like, oh, here's what a Targaryen with a Valerian's kids should look like. And then here's, you know, Jace and all of them. Hmm. hmm. That's kind of... yeah. A nice juxtaposition, but they'll probably do a, yeah, well, I was kicked out of the veil, so here we are. I feel like they introduced the cousin just because he's going to be leading armies during the Dance of the Dragons. Like, oh, probably. We got, we, got our, we got our veil guy. We got our Stormlands guy. We've got our Westerlands guy. We have our Reach guy because we've got the old town. We're going to ignore that. We're going to ignore that the, the Tyrells even exist. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just going to. And then eventually they're going to introduce the Starks. But uh 
But that's it. Do we even have a Riverlands guy? We don't. We don't have. A who's who's in charge of the Riverlands right now? Is it Elmo Tully or is it? I think it's Gro- Yeah, I think it's like I think Gracho it's, it's Tully, something, something like, like that. Big Bird. Big Bird. It's Big Big Bird Tully. I think is. <laughs> By the way, for the audience who doesn't know <laughs> what we're Bird talking Tully. about, George actually named some of the the River Lords, uh, the Tully House Tully, uh, after Sesame Street characters. There is an actual Elmo Tully, and I think a what was the other one? Bert Tully. Oh God! I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. you didn't, you didn't know that. I swear to God, that's a thing. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. It's no. So I looked it up. It's Abby Cadabby Tully. You're yeah. lying. Uh, You're um, a liar. No, no, no. It's not Abby Cadabby. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it's Grover Tully. Grover Tully, and then you have it's Elmo, and then you have Kermit and Oscar. That's not. He's not kidding this time. It's actually Kermit and oh, Oscar God. Tully. I'm not. There's no joke here. Yeah. So it's Grover, Grover, Elmo, awesome. Kermit, it's, it's Grover, and yeah. then his grandson is Elmo Tully, and then Elmo Tully's sons are Kermit and Oscar Tully. So <laughs> that's yeah. an actual fucking thing. Oh god! Oh my god! Um. Anyways, so <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that was episode five. I think we should have had one more episode in the past. We needed to see the fallout of this situation them brushing over it ah it's gonna annoy the fuck out of me well there's um scenes that were in promotional material which just may be promotional material scenes that we haven't seen of stuff in the past so there's still maybe flashbacks Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i I noticed that too so it it might be like yeah they cut they cut um allison's wedding they cut allison's wedding yeah and there it might be like a a star wars rogue one situation because in the rogue one trailers you you see like multiple shots of like Jin and, and you know she's a tie fighter like flies right in front of her it was never in the movie it might just be for trailer purposes only but or maybe deleted scenes. Is, it was, was that was that the name of that character in Rogue One? Because that movie I've completely Jyn Erso, yeah. Right. You better not forget that character because Andor comes on in a couple of hours, Preston. Oh, the the oh, first yeah. three episodes. Okay. You ready for the first three episodes of Andor? <laughs> can't, Absolutely can't, not. Can't, can't wait. Can't, yeah, can't he's. Wait. Uh, I can hear the uh, the excitement in his voice. <laughs> I don't because I know he's tired. You ever hear of Sauron? We gotta we gotta fucking do some more rings oh of power, Preston. You ever hear of Sauron, lad? You ever hear of him? <laughs> but uh uh yeah, I thought the episode was decent. I like most of it. It's just there's some weird decisions, and I think episode six. I I loved I loved the I loved the Larry Strong Allison scenes. Man, Larry Strong yeah, is dude. so good. I mean, he just so threw good. her over his back like a sack of potatoes, bro. Like, <laughs> no. Oh wait, no, 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 no. That's wrong, no, wrong brother. That's, wrong that's brother. Har- Harwin yeah, and Larry. That's Harwin. It's funny. It'd be funny if Larry like threw somebody over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes and started <laughs> <Yeah>. running. <laughs> Joker, did you notice something about the Laris uh, uh, Allison scene? Something familiar? Oh yeah, yeah, Lemongate confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many people annoyed? You're like Preston. Really? Come on now. How many? How many comments like that did you get? There, there like a, a few, but keep, so so. Glytus did a mm-hmm. poll um, about about it, and. Um, so the and so I was like when because when people are posting like dude t- you're totally like reaching um so he did a poll and roughly two thirds of people think that yes it's a reference to Lem- Lemongate and one third do not um but also people just fill out polls when they don't know what we're talking yeah, about yeah anyway, in your so. in your but... comment section everyone's like what's Lemongate and it's like really how do you not how 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 are you how did you come to Preston Jacobs channel and not know about Lemongate <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be some comments on this video as well. Basically, too long, didn't read. Uh, uh, lemon trees don't grow in Bravos, and Danny may be an imposter. Is that the gist of it, Preston? Pretty much, yeah. I yeah. like the Danny may be an imposter. Yeah. Yeah. Did it, wait, Daenerys yeah. may be an imposter. So she's not a true Targaryen. She might be what, a black She might fire? be a dragon seed. Or a dragon yeah. seed. Right, 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 right. Yeah. For people who don't know, dragon seeds will probably be introduced season two. And uh, I think that what's going to be very jarring is that Episode 6 is going to introduce a whole host of characters. I think 6. So we're going to have all of Rhaenyra's children and then all of Allison's children. And we're going to they're going to mention Daron, who I think is a uh, I think Dragon Man's told me from the leaks, Daron, one of Allison's other kids, is an apprentice in Old Town and he's going to be there for the whole season. So Allison has Aegon, Helena, which we saw as a baby, 
and Amond, Daron, and I feel like there's one more. Uh, uh, Allison has four kids. So, okay. So it's, it's Aegon, Aegon, Helena, Amond, Amond, and, and Daron. Okay, never mind. I got them all. So we're going to have... Yeah, you, you're, you're thinking, because eventually Helena has some kids, so that's I confuse. Right. The, you know the, the the next the next line the the Jaharis Jahara uh, um, uh, Magor uh, kind of children so that's, that's right um, so we're gonna get like technically six characters introduced and then and then Rhaenyra has like three kids so in this one in episode six we'll see two of them fully grown or not fully but fairly grown and then she'll have a baby in episode six so that's her third kid and then she's supposed to have two more kids uh which will be um Aegon another Aegon which is going to be fucking confusing and then a uh, Viserys oh god yeah and some 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 stillbirths and stuff some stillbirths. But yeah yeah but R- Rhaenyra's got five five kids that we five kids that we are going to care about yeah <sighs> oh my god that's a lot of kids i wonder if they're going to condense any of them please Oh God, please! I, Viserys, I don't think you can condemn. I don't, I don't think you can condense Aegon and Viserys because they both become kings eventually. So yeah, yeah. well, yeah, and Aegon, Aegon, and Viserys all become kings. Aemond, Aemond, you know, rides a dragon. We can't do anything about that. He's pretty important. Um, so, and then Jace, uh, Luke, Jace, and Joffrey all ride dragons. So it's really hard to. It's hard to cut these dragon riders. And and, and that's not all. I, I, by the way, so that's like six six to seven characters. We're not even talking about Damon's kids with Lena. Oh my god. So Yeah. Oh he's got two yeah, he's got two daughters with the with, with um with Lena. Yeah. This is where the confusion will set in because I think ever almost every single actor, with the exception of the actors already adults in episode one, have like four I'm sorry, have like two to three sets of actresses. So there's young Lenor, there's teenage Lenor. Just played by uh, the kid named Theo was in this episode, and then I think adult Lenor is played by another guy. Same with Lena. You have little Lena, and then you have teenager Lena, which was in this episode, and then adult Lena. Yeah. I think is played by someone else. And then you have you have baby Aegon, kid Aegon, which is going to uh, appear in episode six, and then you have, <laughs> and then you have a. Uh, somewhat adult Aegon, and then same same with Aegon. Like this is this is going to confuse a lot of people. So, so what you're saying, Carmine, is um, the show is about to fall fucking apart. Is this what you're <laughs> yeah, saying? It sounds like uh, it, is that there's is that we're doing we're going to do a massive time jump, and then another massive time jump with a bazillion actors and a bazillion char- a bazillion characters and two bazillion actors. Oh mm. god, confusing everybody. Is this what you're is this what you're saying? Uh, I just like. <laughs> there's gonna, they need like a primer like mandatory watching between seasons where it's like okay sit down now time for your targaryen uh lineage lessons and they just go through who's who that, that, that i can't wait for that blood flow at the beginning in the opening crawl to to, to like change and show me a bunch of a bunch of seals that don't have names huh. right and be like oh yes they changed the beginning and now oh, I no, see no. blood. So here's going to be the cold open for season two. I've already said it. It's uh, you have the blood and cheese stuff, but instead of taking place in some random room, it's in the room with the model, and the blood sprays all over the model, and it drips down and like the intro. Down the oh man! <laughs> I can actually see that happening. <laughs> Oh God! Oh. <laughs> and then Chad Summerchild's gonna be like, "Dude, that was the coolest thing ever!" Flood, flood down. Wouldn't it be fucking oh, hilarious gosh. that House of the Dragon so far has it's had rave reviews? The mid season flips and it be, it starts getting bad, and then Rings of Power all of a sudden starts getting very good. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. All the grifters wouldn't know what to do with themselves. Holy shit. That would be funny. <laughs> Joker, have you seen Rings of Power yet? Uh no, I'm I'm kind of waiting for it all to Good move. come out. My 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 mother watched it and and she's like elves are really boring <laughs> except for the black one. <laughs> 
I was telling Preston Go how... Preston's mom. <laughs> or something. I, don't... I was telling Preston how, like, that's that's kind of the move right there. My, my, uh, I, I know a few people doing the same thing, because what I, I feel, feel as though it was shot as, like, one giant movie, but then split into episodes, so... I feel like that's most of the Disney Plus stuff, too. It's mm-hmm. like, this is just better to consume as, like, a four-hour movie, six-hour movie, whatever, instead of, like, okay, week to week... Yeah, uh, I've held you guys on for too long. You, you guys mind if we wrap it up here? I'll go for it. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank thank you, Joker, for joining me and Preston. Uh, we always try to, you know, uh, expand out and, and get more people. Hopefully you can come back. Uh, oh, anything I can do to derail the conversation. <laughs> hopefully hopefully you can come back for, for a future for a future episode review. Uh, and guys, thank you so much for joining us. As always, we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Baba Booey.